Hello and welcome to the Coffee and Chat Bosses Podcast. This is the place where we talk about enjoying life, about getting things done, and becoming the best version of ourselves. I'm your host, Richard Spencer, and thank you for joining me on episode 13. So if this is your first time here, uh, welcome. I'm so glad that you decided to join us. Uh, whether you've been recommended to this podcast or whether you just clicked on it by mistake, I'm just glad that you're here with us at this moment. Um, and if you are a long-time listener, um, welcome back. Uh, it's been a, a while, um, a pretty long while, actually. Um, I think the last podcast was around March 25th, if I'm correct. Um, and for that, I apologize. Like, life got really, really crazy around that time. It was some fun stuff going on, but then life got a little bit hectic at that time as well. And I'm going to go um, into more details about that time period in the last portion of the podcast. But the good thing is I, I learned a lot about myself throughout this podcast, um, throughout this portion of my life. And I want to share the things that I learned with you near the end of this podcast and hope that you can learn the things that I learned throughout this process. So now that we got that out of the way, let's jump into the normal podcast and let's start with the five-minute journal. Um, for the people that are here for the first time, um, the five-minute journal is something that I do every single day, and you can Google it to get more information about it. But basically, with the five-minute journal, each day you answer three questions. The first one is what I am grateful for. And normally what I do for that portion is name three things that I'm grateful, what I'm grateful for at that time and that day. The next thing I do is I talk about what will make today great. Now, if you're anything like me, you have a long to-do list, and more often than not, you don't get everything done that you want to get done within a day. So what I try to do to make sure I don't feel like that day is wasted is I try to find three things that I absolutely would love to do that will make that day great. And I uh, list those things out um, under this question. And finally, I talk about uh, who I am as a person. So normally what I do is just write I am and then an adjective that describes who I am at that moment or who I strive to be. Like for an example, I might say something like I am intelligent or I am smart. Or if I'm thinking about the future, I talk about I am super strong or I am super muscle bound or anything crazy like that that I'm striving for and that I want to motivate myself to achieve. So now that we got the description out of the way, for August 29th, um, I wrote that I am grateful for and the first thing I wrote was L-theanine. Now, that's an interesting name, um, but L-theanine is what they call a nootropic, nootropic. And nootropic is normally uh, what they consider smart drugs or cognitive enhancers, shall they say. Um, and these supplements, what I would like to call, they say drugs somewhere, but I don't like that word, so I'm going to say the word supplement. The word uh, nootropics are supplements uh, that improve cognitive function, particularly executive functions such as memory, creativity, motivation, um, and healthy individuals. So that's something that I've been kind of looking into more, which is, and it's a very interesting thing to learn about. Um, and hopefully in the future I could talk more about nootropics and some of the things that I've learned and benefited from with those things. So with L-theanine in general, some of the benefits are uh, reducing anxiety and stress, and I'm pretty sure that most of us, if not all of us, can would love to have a reduction in anxiety and stress. 
Um, but it also improves brain functions, and it also reduces the negative effects of caffeine um, and improves the uh, the cognitive enhancing effects of caffeine. So little did you know that, yeah, coffee is something that I really enjoy that, and most of you should enjoy and that I'm hoping that you will enjoy in the future. But coffee and caffeine in particular do have some cognitive enhancing effects that we can all benefit from. So the second thing that I talk about, and I got three, but I'm going to just talk about two in, in general for today. The next one is uh, high-intensity interval training. Now, this is something that I've been focusing on for the past, I want to say month or so. I've been really excited and focused on my health. So I've been eating right for the most part, and I've been waking up pretty early, around 4.45 in the morning, getting up, getting out of the house, and exercising. And one of the things that I do at least two to three times a week is high-intensity interval training. And this is a, a training technique in which you go all out, like you give 100% of your effort uh, through quick, intense bursts of exercises, uh, followed by short recovery periods. So for an example, one thing that I like to do lately um, is to work really, really, really hard for one minute and then take a two-minute break. And normally what I do with that is either I'm jumping rope really, really fast for a minute and then resting for two minutes, or I'm doing what they call roaring. Uh, so I go to the YMCA, I get on the machine, and I just go hard for like a whole minute, just nonstop, burst, 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 as much energy as I can, and then rest for two minutes. And the interesting thing about it is that, man, that sounds really easy, right? Like you just go hard for one minute, and you rest for two minutes. Um, and normally I do that around six rounds, so that leads to around 12 to 15 minutes of exercise. But it absolutely wears you out. Like I am so tired uh, after I do those uh, HIIT training um, routines. Uh, and it, it's a lot of benefits to it too. Uh, one of the things that it does, it increases your metabolism. Um, it's quick and convenient. That's a cool thing I like, I like about it too is that you get a lot of uh, benefits health-wise in a short amount of time. Um, and the cool thing is you burn fat even after you leave the gym. So when you're running like long distance, kind of slow speed, yeah, you're burning fat, um, but you're only burning fat for that short time period. So the cool thing about uh, high-intensity interval training is that you actually get to burn fat throughout the day, which is absolutely amazing because that's what I'm focusing on right now. I'm not really focusing on building muscle even though I want to maintain the little muscle that I have now, I really want to lose a lot of the body fat that I have and then go on from there as far as my physique and things like that. And another cool thing, too, is um, why I do go to the Y every day or normally um, to do my training. You really don't need um, equipment at all, really. Like, for an example, you could just run in place really hard uh, for, for a whole minute and then rest for two or you could do a whole bunch of push-ups really quick, or it's a whole bunch of number, number of things that you can do. Um, even jumping jacks, right? Like, I know a lot of us haven't <laughs> done jumping jacks since uh, at least, what, elementary, middle, or high school. But, shoot, do jumping jacks for a whole minute and then rest for two minutes, and do that six times, and, and tell me and report back to me if that's an easy exercise for you to do. So, yeah, so those are two things that I'm really grateful for, at least on that day, was uh, the L-theanine. Um, it kind of helps me reduce the stress that I go through on a, on a daily basis. And high-intensity interval training, which is helping me to get really good in its shape in a short amount of time um, that I necessarily need at that moment. So now we move on to what would make 
today great. And once again, this is talking about August 29th, a few days ago. Uh, one of the things that I talked about was uh, determining a topic and start an outline for my leadership teaching session. So the cool thing I'm doing right now is that um, at my church, we're doing a, like a leadership training program for teenagers that's uh, about at the end of high school and about to enter college. Um, and this is the one thing that I'm, I'm really grateful for. I get to pour into people that are younger than me and help share just the small things that I know about leadership and about becoming the best version of yourself and share the things that I learned um, to the people that are coming up behind me. And that's really cool. And it's, it's a humbling uh, responsibility, right? Because think about that. I get to, in sm one small way or another, sh uh, shape uh, the life of another person. Um, so that's humbling just to have that opportunity. Um, and it's, I want to say, a little frightening and a little, uh, how can I say, intense, because it's, it is a responsibility, right? Like the things that I say, the things that I do can have a profound impact on somebody else besides myself. So that's definitely a humbling responsibility that I'm, I'm happy for. Um, and the next thing that I want to talk about, I'm not going to talk about three, I'm going to just talk about two real quick. Uh, the next thing is studying quantitative methods. So at this moment, um, I am going for my master's. And for those that don't know, I started my master's whew, a long time ago, shall I say, at least, what, five, six years ago. I think my, my little girl is five years old now, so about five years. And I took a course, and I was doing okay in it. Um, but I found out that my wife was pregnant with our first baby. And needless to say, everything just went out the window at that moment. The only thing I was focusing on was my wife um, and my little girl that, that was about to be born. So I kind of let the master's thing kind of slide. I kind of let my diet slide, gain about 30 pounds. I'm not making excuses, but, hey, it happened. So, um, But now, uh, through the graces of my wife, who, who is helping me out a lot in different ways, I am now going to get my master's it's going to take some uh, motivation it's going to take some hard um, discipline it's going to take time um, but I know that passing this class and I know that getting my master's it's bigger than just me um, this has this can have a big impact um, on the people that I know on my little girls on my wife on my family um, so Studying quantitative methods, which is heavily math-based, like algebra and calculus, those kind of things. Bringing out the TI-83 back, TI-83, 86. Y'all remember those things? <laughs> those were cool things back in the day. I remember when uh, when I realized that you could play a Mario game in Tetris on the 83 and the 86. That was like a life-changing event. But, uh, yeah, so those are two things that would have made today great. Um, and finally... Uh, I say I am persistent, which is uh, which is both true um, at the moment and a little bit of motivation because as you notice for my long time listeners, I haven't been 100% persistent with this podcast, but I'm speaking it into existence right now that I am going to be persistent, not only in life, but especially with this podcast because I benefit from it tremendously and I, and I hope that you will benefit it benefiting from it as well so now let's talk about perhaps one of my favorite topics it is the coffee corner right now and i am drinking on some blue bottle coffee once again 
It is some Ethiopia. I'm going to say Guji. I know I'm saying it wrong. My Lord. Ethiopia, Guji, Uraga. Um, even though I might not pronounce the name correctly, it is some really, really good coffee. I've been having it for about a week now, and I'm enjoying every day of it. And for the coffee mug itself, uh, this had, this is perhaps my favorite coffee mug at the moment. Um, as a preview of what I'm going to talk about later, I actually, before the last episode, I actually had the opportunity to go to Las Vegas for the first time with a few of my co-workers, and we had just a blast. It was one of the funnest times of my life. And one of the best things that I got out of the Las Vegas trip was this wonderful MGM Grand coffee mug. Um, the coloring is perfect. It's uh, mostly black with the, with the green MGM Grand lion on the outside and the green inside. It's the perfect size. It's the perfect shape. It's a perfect color. Um, I really, really love this coffee mug. And um, I'm going to put a picture on it um, on Instagram and perhaps Twitter uh, because Coffee and Chat Bosses, yep, we're taking it out of just a podcast. We're going social. So check us out on the social network sometime soon. Um, it should be up by the time you're listening to this podcast. So, yeah, you're going to finally <laughs> be able to see all of the coffee mugs that I talk about now. So that's a good thing. And now it's time for the Good News Network. Once again, we have so much bad news. I mean, this past month has been a trip, shall I say, for the United States. We've been going through a lot lately. Um, so it's always good to get good news. And the interesting thing about this subject is that I am going to talk about good news out of a horrible and terrible um, and a tragic situation and I'm pretty sure most of you can guess that I'm I'm going to talk about Hurricane Harvey um, for a little bit. Um, last time I checked, um, it we've lost around 38 people um, from this hurricane, and I'm, and I'm perhaps sure that it might be more that we will discover um, fairly soon. Um, it's been more than 40 inches of rain last time I checked, and when I checked, it was suspected for more to come. So. It's been tough. Um, it's one of the worst natural disasters in U.S. history. It's a tragedy. There's no question about it, right? Uh, it's rough knowing that so many people, whether you know the people or not, just know that some people, a lot of people are suffering, confused, um, and at a loss right now. Like Even the people that have their life, think about all of the things that they lost, whether it's their home, whether it's pictures, whether it's uh, vehicles. Uh, it's so much life that uh, that is changed from this event. And unfortunately, it's a lot of lives that has been affected that will be um, affected forever um, by this hurricane Harvey. And it's natural, right? It's natural to look at devastation and become sad and, and, and depressed about the things that us as a country is going through and specifically the people of Houston. Um, and those that are affected by the people in Houston. Um, but I really want to just take a small moment and look at what we can see as hopeful and what we can see as a, a at least a very, uh, at least a small um, bright spot on such a terrible moment. And one of the things I want to talk about is the emergency responders, from my understanding, responded the best way that they could. 
Um, so many people uh, piloted helicopters. So many people drove. I mean, even think about the police officer that was making his runs, um, drove, I think, an hour to Houston. Um, and unfortunately, he lost his life um, just trying to help out the city of Houston. Um, you see the people on, on the roofs. Um, so many people helped them out. So many people risked their lives to save the life of other people. Um, and I want to say uh, that the New York Times put it best. It said that um, Houston on Sunday was a study in desperate improvisation. Streets and highways turned into rivers, boats and helicopters more useful than cars, and dramatic rescues taking place virtually everywhere we looked. Um, and I just want to say, um, based on this past month that we've had when it came to um, Charlottesville and now with Houston, at the end of the day, um, race, nationality, religion, affiliation, uh, none of that stuff should separate us, right? Uh, Hurricane Harvey is a terrible reminder that we are all fragile human beings. No matter what we think should separate us, no matter what we think that make us better than the next man or the next person. We need each other to survive, and to me, it's, it's no question about that. And I hate it that it takes tragedies like this to reinforce this simple fact. So if there's one thing that we can get out of this situation, let, let us be reminded that we are just people. Like, none of us are super-duper special, that we are a human race that need each other. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we can remember this thing and it doesn't take tragedies this big for us to re be reminded of this thing. So now let's uh, let's talk about the past few months. Let me see. I think it's six months uh, since March of 25th. Let's talk about the things that I learned. Um, and I'm going to just call it making a comeback. I was going to uh, play. Let me see. What's my man name? Elakuja. He said, don't call it a comeback. Uh, you you can call this a comeback. There's no question about it. After a six-month layoff, there's no question that it's a comeback. Um, but before we start, I'm gonna, I want to just play a guess a game. So um, in order to win this game, you have to guess the CEO and the company um, of what I want to talk about. So I'm going to give you three clues. So clue one, um, at a commencement speech, this person stated, you have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Because believing that the dots will connect down the road will give you the confidence to follow your heart, even when it leads you off the well-worn path. So the person that I want you to guess stated this at a commencement speech. And here is clue two for the company. Um, 13 years ago, this company was almost bankrupt. It took... A $150 million investment from its rival to keep it alive. Okay? And the final clue is this. The company that I just spoke about is doing amazing right now. It's one of the best known and most respected companies in the world. All right? Give you a few seconds. Naturally, I'm going to give you two seconds. All right. So, anybody guess who I'm talking about? Okay, uh, it's Steve Jobs, and it is his company, or was his company, Apple. Um, and the reason why I want to talk about them just a little bit, or what we just talked about, was that they are admired today, right? Like, they are, 
I would say in my mind, and, and according to some metrics, the number one company in the world, no question about it. They got the number one hit phone, the iPhone. They're coming out with a new phone on September 12th. I can't, September 12th, I can't wait for it because I'm going to get it. Once they announce it and release pre-orders, I'm going to wake up 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to order it, and I don't care what you say about me. Um, but, yeah, they are a admired today. But they had to make a comeback to get where they are. And that's what I want to talk about uh, today. I want to talk about making a comeback. And, and right now, as you listen to me, I'm making a comeback. And I'm pretty sure that at one time or another, you had to make a comeback. Or in the future, you're going to have to make a comeback. So I want to talk about that just a little bit. So let's be upfront. Like I said earlier, it, this is a comeback. And <laughs> the reason why it's a comeback because crazy stuff happened in my life. So... The first thing, the way it kicked off was uh, we went to Las Vegas. So me and a few of my coworkers went to Las Vegas uh, for around, I want to say three or four days, and we just had a blast. We went to like a a digital signage uh, expo, a conference. So we got to learn, look at some of the coolest tech, uh, technologies from Samsung, from LG, from a number of companies. Really cool, really cool. Uh, we stayed at the MGM Grand uh, some of my co-workers got to see Pinatello, which is awesome. Um, I got to play top golf for the first time, which is amazing. It's like, I want what can I call it, basketball and golf at the same time, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but that was amazing. Got to eat some great food. Um, I got to gamble for, for the first time. And because I am risk adverse, I only gamble a dollar. And technically, I won 15 cents, but technically, I lost 85 cents but i put in a dollar to the slot machine and it gave me 15 cents back so mathematically i lost but mentally um and emotionally i won 15 cents so i'm in the positive on that so that's what it was we went out to las vegas we came back it was fun it was amazing and as soon as we touched down uh, me and my co-workers and the rest of our, of our company we went in, into what we call a super sprint now, when they come, sprint is a technical term in the development world. Normally, it lasts anywhere from a week to two weeks. And you try to list up all the things that you want to get done within those that time frame. And you do your best to get those things done. Now, a super sprint is a little bit different. <laughs> Actually, um, you, just, you find, define what you want to do. And you end up working 50 hours a week, 55 60, perhaps 70 hours a week. I remember one time um, I came in to work at 8 and I left at around 1 a.m., um, which is amazing. And it's one thing that I would always remember, right? And it's, I don't want to quite always do that, but it was it was an adventure to say the least. Um, the funny thing about it, kind of sad thing too, is that I worked at 1 a.m. that morning and on the way home I got stuck by a train for like 25 minutes. So, yeah, that's my luck. Um, but... The good thing is, you know, my company fed us. They gave us lunch. They gave us dinner, which is amazing. So it saved me a little bit of money. Um, the downside is I gained a little bit of weight uh, because I didn't care about diet. I just ate, ate, ate. So I probably gained around 20 pounds around that time. I didn't get to spend that much time with my fam, but they are totally understanding. I got a super-duper wife. Shout out to Stephanie Spencer and my two little girls. And another downside is I had very little time to pour into the coffee and chip boxes podcast so the the super sprint i want to say it lasted at least a month definitely 
Um, I'm pretty sure my coworkers know exactly how long it lasted, but I want to say maybe two, maybe three months. So that kind of knocked me out of the groove of producing a Coffee and Chat Bosses podcast. And like I say, I'm not in the business of making excuses, but that is what um, took place around that time. So that's the crazy part. Um, And now I want to talk about the real reason um, why it took so long to release an episode. Um, And if I had to sum it up in one word, it's fear. And and to be honest, that that's what it was. So when it came to Coffee Chat Bosses podcast, I had the idea ideal um, of doing a podcast for months and months and months, even before episode one. And it took me forever to do it. Um, and the reason why is because um, I fear to start. Um, I fear that I wasn't I wouldn't be um, intelligent enough to communicate what I want to communicate. I was afraid that I was going to start something and stop it. Um, I was afraid that nobody would listen, right? But somehow, some way, I overcame that fear, and I started, and I recorded an episode for around at least once a week for at least three months. Um, and then the Vegas and then the Super Sprint started. Um, but then even after the Super Sprint, I noticed uh, that fear crept back in. So it's interesting. I learned that, man, the fear can prevent you from starting, right? But fear can also prevent you from starting back up. Um, let me give you an example, um, a real-life example that I've had. Um, so a time period I was really, really eating healthy. I was doing paleo, um, but I was also training. I was doing CrossFit at least two or three times a week. I was in super-duper shape. And one of the reasons why I did that was because I wanted to do a – uh, what they call a Spartan race. Now, for those of you that don't know, a Spartan race is pretty much an obstacle course, right? So the one that I did, it was what they call a sprint. So I went to Atlanta um, one early morning with a few of my, my friends. We went um, and we did, I want to say around four miles, four, 4.5 miles, maybe even five. Um, so we, we did five miles of more than 20, 25-plus obstacles. Um, and there was a number of things that you had to do. Like you had to dive into super-duper freezing water, which is true. It was the, oh, my God. It was the most cold water I have ever been in my life. Like as soon as I hit the water, my legs stopped moving because it was frozen. It was frozen. I promise it was frozen. Um, but somehow I started walking again. But uh, anyway, but, yeah, climbing ropes out of water, um, jumping over super-duper hills. Um, I remember one time we had to put um, a whole bunch of rocks in a bucket and then climb, then carry it up a hill for about a mile and then walk down with it for a mile. I'm like, man, okay, this is hard work. Y'all could at least put the rocks in my bucket for me. Why do I have to fill it up for myself? But anyway, um, but another thing is if you don't complete that obstacle, um, you have to do 30 burpees. And I think I did around 90 burpees. And for those of you that are in shape, you know that 90 burpees is enough exercise for the day anyway. But it was fearful. It was time that I was afraid. Like I remember one time that I got up a cargo net and it had to be 10, 15, 20 feet in the air. And I was walking across. And as I was walking, I had a thought for the first time. I said, oh, man, yeah, I, I could die right now. Like I could literally fall off this thing right now and die. Um, so, um 
it was a big thing. It, it was a a major moment in my life, right? Like I overcame so much fear. I learned that I could do um, so many physical things that I wasn't able to do before. Um, and it was an amazing moment. But now it's been two to three years uh, since I did a Spartan race. And I'm realizing now that I haven't done one um, in a long time, even though I want to, because once again, I overcame that fear, but now I have a new fear of starting back up again. So the fears that I, I, I conquered of, of being afraid of heights, of um, working hard for five miles and doing all kind of crazy obstacle course stuff, that, that fear has crept back into my heart and to my mind and it's, and it's preventing me from doing the things that I, I wanted to do. Um, and the thing that I learned was that overcoming fear after overcoming fear can be harder than overcoming fear in the first place. Now, I know that sounds weird, but I'm exactly, I'm really proud of that sentence. So I'm going to say it one more time and I'm hoping that it kind of makes sense because in my mind it does. So here we go. Overcoming fear after overcoming fear can be harder than overcoming fear in the first place. Okay, I think, I think that made sense. Um, so the thing that I learned throughout that process was that once you overcome that fear, don't let it creep back into you. One, remember that you can do it again. But two, don't let the layoff be so long that that fear comes back into you. Um, and the last thing I learned about, um, or the last reason um, that it took so long to release a podcast um, is negative history, Right. I kind of look back at the countless times in which I quit something and I didn't make a comeback. There were so many things that I had a great idea, like, okay, I'm going to make this video game or I'm going to start working on this app that I started um, and then life got in the way, which is, I hope you realize that, and I'm realizing it too, that life is always going to get in the way of your dream. You have to fight for that dream no matter what life does to you. That's one thing I learned too big because there's going to be other super sprints, I imagine. They're going to be bigger trips than Vegas, I imagine. Um, but I can allow life to dictate what I do with my life. Um, but speaking back to you, what, what dreams did you have that you let die? Uh, what dreams that you had of, of being physically fit, of being healthy, of starting your own company, of being um, – a vice president of the company that you're working for or being the senior developer of the company that you're working for or being a top nurse at your, at your, at your hospital or being a top teacher um, at your school. What dreams did you let die? Um, and I just wanted to let you know that you can, you can resurrect that dream. You can still make a comeback. And I hope that this episode is a, is a testimony to that. I hope you can see that I did episode 12 I stopped for six months and I came back and I'm starting episode 13. And the cool thing about a comeback is that you can, it's almost like you're starting over. So I'm about to take this Coffee and Chat Bosses podcast to a whole nother level. Um, I made a comeback now, so I might as well just keep going and not stopping. So that's what I learned um, in, in these last six months. And I just thank you for the people that started uh, with me on this Coffee and Chat Bosses that you're still here. Um, and I wanted to let you know that I, I won't let you down again, that looking forward, I'm going to be consistent with this thing. Like this is a part of my life. Um, I absolutely love podcasts, right? I absolutely love coffee and I absolutely love getting things done. So this is a perfect thing for me 
that I would never let die again. And I want you to let you know, like I just said a few minutes ago, that this podcast is going to go to another level. There's new topics and new sessions and new things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about technology. Like, technology is a big part of my life. Like, anybody that knows anything about me knows that I'm a big iPhone head. Like, I just love iPhone. I just love Apple. I just love the MacBook, Apple Watch. I love anything that Apple makes. Well, not anything because... I never had the iPod. But anyway, um, but I love talking about technology in general. And I want to talk about how technology can make you um, a better person, how technology can get you to the best best version of yourself. But I also need to talk about how technology can prevent us from becoming the best version of ourselves as well. Um, and finally, um, a more social network presence. Like I want to put out um, even more the things that I want to share. So, the podcast is one avenue, but why not having a Twitter account? Why not showing you the pictures of my coffee mugs and my coffee um, on, on maybe Facebook and definitely Instagram? So we're going to take this thing to the next level. Um, and once again, for the first time, people, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, for my old-time listeners, hey, we <laughs> It's about to be great. Um, you sticking with me for a while is is, is definitely going to pay off. And uh, please respond if there's anything that you want me to talk about. If you have any questions, um, one you can email me at get it done at coffee and chat bosses podcast. Um, wait, nope. Get it done at coffee and chat bosses dot com. Uh, I need probably need to check that email to make sure, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Once again, get it done at coffee and checkboxes.com but in the future i'm pretty sure about the time you listen to this podcast you can hit me up um look for coffee and check boxes if nobody took it yet on uh, instagram um on twitter just reach out to me like i said i want this to be a community of people that's just trying to be the best people that we can be you're trying to be good people that love life and love getting things done and becoming the best version of ourselves so Thank you again for uh, joining us, um, and I look forward to talking to you next week.